0: Welcome to the Embodied Mystic Podcast, where we explore the path of feminine awakening and luscious womanhood. Together we'll be diving into topics like sacred sexuality, feminine embodiment, spiritual healing and soulful relationships. I'm your host Tamara Fayel, Tantric Mentor and Aries Hype Girl, here to guide you back to the temple of your body and fall in love with being a woman. I look forward to journeying together. Hello beautiful being, welcome to the show and welcome back if you've been here before. I know how many podcasts are out there and I'm so grateful that you chose to tune in and hang out with us here today. Today, we have a gorgeous episode all about the voice and the womb with my dear friend Kristen Myers. But first, welcome to November Queen. We've literally just celebrated Halloween. I hope you had a really sweet time dressing up if that's your thing. Maybe you went to a party or maybe you just stayed cozy at home carving a pumpkin or getting creative with all the Halloween themed stuff. I have to say it's not really my thing necessarily but I think as I feel myself energetically moving closer to motherhood or you know in my desire for children I'm much more in tune about how sweet these occasions are for the children and, yeah, just find myself thinking more about the holidays and the different times throughout the year where we can celebrate and just make something special out of. I had these high hopes of doing some Halloween baking for my tiny baby relatives that I did not end up doing and oh my gosh I had this experience (laughs) on Halloween so I experienced the absolute shame of answering the door to some children when we had nothing to give them I mean it was honestly it was heartbreaking it was really really sad so yeah how it works in the UK is if there's like decorations outside of a house, it means they're doing the whole Halloween thing and you can knock on their door and trick or treat there. We, d- we didn't have any decorations. I'm living with my family right now. So it's kind of mainly up to my mom and what she wants to do. So she, she doesn't do the decorations thing and we didn't have any candy, but still these children came and... Oh my god, they were so cute. They just kept ringing the doorbell, and (laughs) we could hear them yelling trick-or-treat. And when I looked, like, in the video, there was just this child's face with, like, I think he was, I don't know, he had face paint on. He was, like, a cat or something like this. It was just so adorable, I couldn't leave them hanging. So I went out with, like, you know, we had these two chocolates, but... Oh my gosh, never again. I'm never going to be so unprepared for Halloween again. I just can't do it to the children. We've also just wrapped up the last eclipse of the season. How was it for you? Did we hold on to our hats? Is everyone still on board? How are you doing? So that was officially the last Taurus-Scorpio eclipse of the last couple of years. So every, I think it's a couple of years, the nodes of the moon shift, and then we experience the eclipses in these different signs, basically, depending on wherever the nodes are astrologically. So... In the last two years, we've been a cycle in a cycle of Taurus Scorpio eclipses, which have been deep, <laughs> really, really deep. So we are now officially closing a cycle that began around November 2021. So if you can cast back in your mind's eye and just tune in and remember what was going on for you in November 2021. What were the relational themes? Where were you living? How were you feeling? What was happening then that marked the beginning of a cycle that we're now closing out? I find it can be super powerful to just reflect on the past, think about what you were going through, maybe check out your old diary entries or your notes app on your phone if you use that instead of physically writing a journal. And yeah, just checking in. What was happening for you? What are the themes? How have you grown and what have you learnt in this cycle? I find astrology such a powerful tool for self-reflection, and yeah, just for deepening in awareness. You know I love astrology, so I just had to bring it in here, and Scorpio season has officially begun. So yeah, just to go back to the eclipses for a moment, so the last eclipse happened on Saturday, so this Saturday just gone a few days ago, and Although the eclipse is technically over, these eclipses tend to have a long tail on them. So for the next week, the next two weeks, we're still in what's considered the shadow period, which is basically like after the eclipse itself is over, things are still cosmically realigning and just slowly coming back to their place. So bear this in mind, over the next two weeks, I know I've been really big on the self-care recently because of just all the really, really intense and super challenging things that are happening in the world. So just stay hydrated, my love. Keep going with your daily walks. Don't be skipping breakfast. And in general, just keep on going and staying on top with your healthy habits, you're doing so well, I see you. I see you taking care of yourself and it is absolutely beautiful to see you loving on yourself in a way where potentially you didn't receive that love from anyone else and you're actually showing yourself what it is to be taken care of in such a beautiful way. So I see you, boo. It feels really timely, given that it's Halloween, or Samhain, Samhain week, and we're heading into that Scorpio season to bring you this episode featuring my witchy sister, Kristen Myers, also known as Creatress. She is a vocal alchemist, performance witch, and sound oracle. Kristen received her bachelor's and master's in music, music... <laughs> masters <laughs> masters of music in voice in the US and has been working one-to-one with groups and people for 10 plus years. Her medicine is shared through being in service to the voice as she truly believes it's a master key to unlocking the doors of our internal world. The Voice connects us to our emotions, to the stories we tell ourselves, to our personalities, our creativity, our intuition, our relationships, our pleasure and desires, as well as the way we live and move in the world. The Voice is the portal of expression, and Kristen's sole mission is to honour this unique journey of remembrance and reclamation. This just feels like such a pertinent time to share this. I feel, not just feel, but I've been witnessing, you know, around this time of year, many spiritual women are remembering the witches of years gone by, the earth-loving herbalists, mystics, and rebellious women who were condemned for their connection and abilities that lay beyond what was considered normal at the time. We're also living in such a time on earth where speaking up and feeling afraid to speak our truth is a big theme for so many. If that's you, I feel like this episode is going to be super powerful for you. Some of the things that we go into are Kristen's journey with voice and womb work, the connection between the two, and working with our feminine creation portals, the voice and the womb. We also go into how a blocked voice or or throat chakra could be showing up in your life. We talk about how pleasure impacts the voice and speaking our truth on behalf of our ancestors. It is potent AF. Before we dive in to the episode with Chris, I just want to take a moment because we are almost coming up to a year of the Embodied Mystic podcast and I can already share that there are some really exciting changes happening around here that will be revealed very soon. But for now, I would love to hear from you. How should we celebrate? one year of the podcast? Should we do a giveaway? Should I hold an Embodied Mystic class? I would absolutely love to hear. How should we celebrate? How can I make this amazing for all of us? Love to hear your ideas. Love to hear from you. Let me know. You can slide into my DMs on Instagram. My username is at Tamar underscore underscore Raphael. So it's T-A-M-A-R underscore underscore R-A-P-H-A-E-L. Would love to hear from you as always. So let's get into this episode with Creatress. Kristen Myers, welcome to the Embodied Mystic Podcast. Hello, darlings. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Oh, it's so, so, so wonderful to have you on the show, Chris.
1: Yeah, I'm also excited. I was like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. When will it happen? When will it happen? And
0: now we're here. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. And you have been so busy over this summer doing all of your events. Chris has been hosting and participating not participating like being part of the lineup in so many incredible events all over berlin yeah yeah a
1: lot it's i feel it's always this way in berlin in the summer especially yeah yeah
0: yeah so we were together we met actually in bali when we were there it was like this time last year right when did you arrive in bali
1: Yeah, we arrived, um, yeah, um, end of November we arrived and I think we met in December, December or January when we were looking for a new house.
0: Yeah, it was so synchronistic. I remember it was just, it was super cool and I am so grateful and happy that we got to be friends. It Mm. was, yeah, I feel really, really blessed. And yeah, Chris, you're someone who has really supported me in my own creative opening because mm. I've always been very creative. But I have to say that as, you know, in this process of becoming an adult and adulting, doing grown-up things, my, <laughs> my creativity definitely became... I would say more channeled into my work. So Mm. like my creativity was channeled in ways that can make money and, you know, for adult stuff. And I really have observed myself losing some of that, like, yeah, just original creative essence that can be used in such a Mm. playful and um, rejuvenating way that I feel so important for our soul expression so I'm so excited to have you on today and we're going to get into all things to do with the voice vocal alchemy and of course the connection between the pussy and the voice yes <laughs> and I can I can already feel myself getting very silly and and creative in your <laughs> Presence. <laughs> you praise, praise.
1: <laughs> what is life without giggles?
0: Exactly. Oh my gosh, so important. Yeah. So, Chris, how did you get into voice work? Because you you're a classically trained singer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: been kind of a long time coming, I think, and. I, I mean, I've always been singing for myself and performing and um, singing in choir settings, in competitive settings, uh, lots of just different constellations where the voice was the center point. And when I finished studying my master's, by this point I had been working one-on-one with people already throughout uh, my master's as a as an aide I was a teacher's aide so I was teaching undergrad students and so I had this kind of as a tool in my toolbox and then I came to Berlin and wanted to sing classical music and opera when I first arrived and realized oh no that's actually not what I want to do I'm way too I'm way too weird for that scene at least today in this in this (laughs) world and it's
0: true yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty weird that scene yeah yeah
1: yeah even in <laughs> Berlin but I was just like this is not my way and I started to find really my own way and through that you know the performing stayed and and the 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 one-on-one work the helping people really find their voice in like self-discovery just became more and more present in in this sphere and now they now they really like swim together um it really depends where I'm at the season which one takes the forefront whether it's performance and art and um like ritual or if it's working one-on-one and with groups and really like technical based and like emotional based and connecting to to the womb and connecting to the body and allowing these portals to both like open up simultaneously Um, so it's also been like my own journey you know most of us that are teaching what we teach it comes from a very personal place and for me it was Yeah, it was that. It was this disconnection from my body, specifically my pussy and my womb and my sexuality and living a very like content, but cricket, kind of boring um, sexual life. And with that, yeah, everything was a bit just dim and not super exciting until the great awakening happened and it was like, ah, okay. <laughs> which, which we can go into <laughs> later, but yes, my cats might join us by the way. So if they one is awake and he's eyeing us right now. So
0: <laughs> let's see if he joins us. Uh, yeah, perfect. perfect. I just, I love that that was the noise you chose for the great awakening. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you... yeah, yeah. I love it. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. So it's like you had your whole journey with The Voice. Yeah. That's been a big part of your background. And then The Sexual Awakening came, like, was it much later, right? Yeah.
1: And even, you know, like The Sexual Awakening came, I, I guess I've kind of been on it now for a little over two years. And before that, even though I was doing all this work with The Voice it wasn't really conscious. It was in this way of how can I get my voice to sound the most beautiful, but for what? For what purpose? Like besides having a good show or, <laughs> or performing, yeah, like to a certain standard or at a certain level. And then when I had this uh, awakening, hey Meeps, there's one pussy coming um when I had this awakening it kind of shifted everything to this place of whoa like the voice is a portal it's a portal that when we understand how to open it and how to vibrate it the possibilities are like endless and I think maybe you, you could, you could speak similarly about sexuality um, mm. and and like maybe even se- sensuality, not even sexuality, but just like feeling like pleasure in the body and things like this and how, when we allow ourselves to open to those fields, what opens up like
0: mm.
1: it's just,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I I like I love the intersection of all of these topics. Yeah. Um I also grew up being a singer, like not as seriously professionally as as you, Chris. But I feel like singing was something that always just it brought me such joy. Um mm. and it made me feel a lot better. And I do feel like there is something really important that happens when we allow ourselves to open our voice and just sing. Yeah, It's really super magical. And I, you know, the way that I kind of learned about it and understood it was through the chakra system mm-hmm. and the throat chakra and how, when we open up that portal, actually a lot, blo- a lot below it also like clears and there's a channel for a lot of maybe what we've been holding to, Be released. Yes, definitely. Definitely.
1: And it's like there's so many different ways that you can go through that opening. And not only through the voice, but like through different paths, different spiritual paths. And for me, the voice is like, it's so profound because it lives inside of you. It's not something that we're externalizing and going and looking outwardly for it's something that we're actually coming home to.
0: Yeah. That's that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have you noticed like, well, I mean, actually this is a silly question because I'm like 100% sure you have
1: noticed. (laughs) Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me.
0: (laughs) How have you noticed your voice changing since you've gone on this journey of, yeah, like, deeper self-discovery through your sexual awakening.
1: Yeah, the so I've noticed my voice, at least my speaking voice, has always been quite deep compared to my singing mm. voice. I have quite a high singing voice. Um, but since I've been on this really conscious, like, remembrance, as I call it, of remembering the, the ancient wisdom that lives within... And my voice has really dropped even deeper. And it's not like the tone has gotten deeper, but it's that the resonance, actually, I'm able to resonate my voice in the deeper parts of my body. So I feel also more grounded. I can feel the vibrations deep within my womb space and in my belly, in my pelvis. Whereas before I was speaking almost, and this is for most of us, to be honest, um, before we kind of go through this journey, we're speaking from the heart. And for most mm-hmm. um, like female identified people or like women, people that identify as women or were raised as girls, as women, that's that's very um that's very typical. That we speak from the heart. We have this open heart presence, and it's beautiful and it's loving. And with that, we're so much more than just the heart up right we're so much more than that
0: yeah 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 Yeah, it's it's like as you were speaking I was actually remembering the singing lessons that I used to have when I was Mm -hmm. younger and how so much of those singing lessons was about learning to breathe from the belly Mm -hmm. like take a super deep breath into the belly fill that up fill that up fill that up And then take like even more breath from the chest as like a top up. Mm -hmm. But it was really hard for me to (laughs) grasp that. Really, really hard. And I'm just reflecting on it and yeah, realizing also like how working with the voice, if you're singing is to work with the breath. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, it's like, this is a whole other. Yeah. (laughs) A whole other modality that's so deep and powerful and yeah it's like learning to operate from like the seat of our being Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. yes exactly and the breath you know you think i love this um the the um, where words come from i love looking this up and the word inhale means inspire to breathe Mm -hmm. in spirit and that's where also coming back to that channel that you spoke about like we are a channel you are a vessel like when we breathe in life we're inspiring we're inhaling and then we breathe out we expire we let go of we transform right and that's where that alchemy happens here vibrating as we sound so yeah it's all it's all so interconnected as well that these topics like I could talk for days on them yeah
0: amazing (laughs) well we've got about 45 minutes yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I'm like Chris let's do a breath work and voice session yeah like not now but another I'm like this is so cool you know yes do breath work and then sing yes
1: yes or also and (laughs) self-pleasure and then sing
0: damn yeah wow yeah is that something you've experienced like in a group
1: setting? I'm not in a group setting yet. Oh, that's not entirely true. Not with the focus being on feeling the differences in the voice. Um, mm-hmm. But I've experimented myself and wow, the the changes in the voice when we um, self-pleasure and then sing, woo baby, like... The colors, the warmth of the voice, the deliciousness, it just oozes out from here as well. Wow.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I would imagine also because like oftentimes there's such a release intention Mm -hmm. that's brought about. Like just from really dropping in, feeling our body, connecting to our pleasure. I could imagine it like leaves the throat and the voice so much more open and able to express and connect to like the joy and the pleasure of life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: exactly and I mean they are directly connected as well the the womb or the pussy and the vocal cords so it also makes sense yeah
0: yes do you know much about the connection between the the voice and the vagus nerve because I know just a tiny Mm -hmm. bit
1: yeah I mean um I also wouldn't say that I'm like a professional vagus nerve um, or nervous system regulation coach or anything, Um, but I've done a lot of uh, my own research and studying on this because it is so potent and so powerful and the connections are like, there's more and more studies coming out indicating the direct connection between not only the voice and the vagus nerve, but the voice via the vagus nerve down to the cervix, and how these two are directly connected. Um, and how when we basically when we vibrate the vagus nerve via sounding or toning or singing,
0: Which is like, let's just give an example so that people listening Mm -hmm. understand. So toning is like...
1: Toning would be just making a tone. Sounding anything. Humming also. Mm -hmm. All of these things stimulate the vagus nerve. And when that nerve is stimulated, it kind of like... Vibrates because you're vibrating from here, right? It's sending out pulsations. And as it's being stimulated, it's actually calming the nervous system. So it's getting us into this rest and digest state. Um, and we're able to actually calm ourselves down. Now, mm-hmm. this isn't always necessary, of course. Um, but when we feel overactivated or overstimulated, then it enables us to really like, hey, I can use my voice. I don't need to outsource. I can actually go inside and and re, kind of reset and like calm down, come back to a more balanced state. Yeah.
0: So beautiful. Yeah, I, I was trying to remember what is the name of this meditation. I can't remember right now, mm-hmm. but there's a meditation by Osho it might be nada brahma but i don't want to be i don't want <laughs> to be held responsible for that answer <laughs> but, but one of the stages in the meditation is you're with closed eyes and you're humming mm-hmm. and as you're humming you're basically leaning into this feeling of being like a hollow vessel mm-hmm. You know, and and feeling the sound as a vibration. And I've gone into such deep spaces in that meditation, just like, yeah, I don't know, losing myself in the sound Mm -hmm. and going so deep into the humming. And so, yeah, what you were sharing, I was just like, damn, like Osho knows. Yeah. Osho knew.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In so many different lineages, they use the hum without knowing yeah. the kind of the science behind it but it's it's not necessary sometimes when you have these profound experiences and that's why a lot of times when people are like where's the science i'm like where's your experience what does your experience tell you what does this direct experience tell you yes yeah and in that hum yeah it's been used in all different lineages uh, across the world yeah
0: yeah and i feel like it's it's such powerful medicine for people yeah just to like try toning and try sounding like it supports me so much when I it's not even just when I feel stressed like I'm so grateful that I was able to kind of just let my body lead the way out of, like, really stressful situations Mm -hmm. internally, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if I was going to have a panic attack or if I was just feeling really anxious and uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. I really noticed that just letting myself sigh, even though it was so weird at first, like... Mm -hmm. (laughs) And really uncomfortable for me to actually, like give myself permission to take up that space by making some sound but oh my god I felt so much better and it's Mm -hmm. still it, it
1: it like never stops working yeah exactly exactly it's like it's not something that you do once and it's like okay I'm done with that one let's move on it's like no this is something that you can have support you your entire life your entire life and it just keeps growing and evolving and deepening the more you do it. Yes. Yeah.
0: So Chris, I'm curious because obviously you do a lot of like work with individuals mm. over the years and you've seen a lot of people, um, yeah, go through transformation through the voice. And like, I'm curious, like when someone has a, blocked voice or a blocked throat chakra or however you want to call it like how can that manifest in other ways in their life like what do you typically see yeah so
1: a lot of I mean looking at a lot of the clients that I have they most often come to me because of some whether it be a blockage or um a judgment which is also can be can be seen as a blockage and a lot of times there's this lack of confidence in, in what they say and their expression. And they really tend to hold themselves back. They tend to stay very quiet in situations that they shouldn't actually be quiet. And, and there's a, there's a, there's a desire, there's an internal desire for like boundaries and stating their needs. But for whatever reason, because it's blocked, they shut it down. And a lot of times this goes back to childhood or to an experience that we've had where someone told us to be quiet. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it manifests in so many different ways in, in the lack of expression or expressing what we actually don't mean. So So there's like mm-hmm. a disconnect between what we're expressing and what we're feeling on the inside.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And there it's expressed through anxieties, through stress, Mm -hmm. through, um, also through the opposite depression and feeling like lethargy and just totally shut down. Um, yeah, it's, it's always so heartbreaking to hear people's stories Mm -hmm. and at the same time, knowing in the back of my mind it's okay like it's it's so almost important that we have these experiences to know what like what's on the other side as well as when we when we start to open and see like oh wow I don't have to actually live this way I don't have to live with feeling blocked or feeling shut down Mm -hmm. it's it's right now maybe the case but it doesn't have to always be that way And there's just some like super simple things that you can already start to do in your own time, like humming, for example. Just taking five minutes a day or even before you get out of bed, laying in bed and just humming. Mm -hmm. Just waking up and humming, hearing your voice in this different way, hearing all of its cracks and its like wobbles and maybe shakiness And just feeling it and witnessing yourself.
0: Yeah. Mm, That is confronting. Like witnessing our own voice. Mm -hmm. Passing judgment on our own voice. Oh my God. It's been such a huge thing for me in podcasting.
1: Yeah, I bet.
0: I bet. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) yeah. and, and (laughs) And as you're speaking, you know, So much also about, like, boundaries being crossed, Mm -hmm. you know, and and being able to find our voice and to speak up. I think you didn't directly say that, but I was kind of receiving that Mm -hmm. through what you were sharing. It becomes, again, so obvious to me why that has such a direct link with the womb. Yeah, you know, and our vagina. And it's kind of like that whole region. It's kind of the whole pelvic region that's connected with the throat. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. And even um, uh, going back to words again, cervix means neck. So there's a neck there and there's a neck here. And in this neck holds the vocal folds. They also visually, you've seen this visual representation, I'm sure, of the vocal cords and the, the pussy or, no, is it the pussy? Yeah. 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 It's the pussy. And they look almost identical. These like two.
0: Yeah. 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 There are so many things. There's like the literal, for like lips, mm-hmm. like the lips of the vagina mm-hmm. or the vulva. Sorry. I think that's more anatomically correct. And then it's like the vocal mm-hmm. fold, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Exactly. So kind of like, yeah. And then, like you say, there's like the, the actual like tunnel mm-hmm. of the vaginal canal, and then that corresponds with the throat. Yeah, yeah it's wild. Mm-hmm. And
1: also so beautiful. And wow, how magical that that yeah. you know, of course, we can we can put or we can project our own ideas onto that. But for me, it's like wow, that I am blessed to be born in this body where these two portals, like one is a portal of birth, right? And creativity. And the other is a portal of expression and also creativity. And it's like how deeply interconnected these two are. It's like, oh my gosh, how blessed are we?
0: (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah, and it's like the worlds that we birth through our voice and through our words. Yes, you know. Oh, it's so deep. It's so deep and beautiful. Mm-hmm. My mind is just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, with all of the things. But yeah, I'll make sure to put um, a graphic. Yeah, in with the um, the blog post that goes with the podcast of that because. It's really magical to see if there's someone who hasn't kind of seen that mm-hmm. that diagram comparison is just amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: I actually wanted to
1: ask you something, if it's because you mentioned yeah. that um doing the podcast has really brought up this like wow confronting of your own voice. And I'm curious like how you've been moving with that and through that.
0: Mm. um okay so it's interesting when you were sharing that I was like oh wow actually the podcast was confronting but it wasn't as confronting as actually recording vocals together Mm. like Um, for the song that we were creating that was like oh holy shit but um yeah for the podcast I mean it it's it's very confronting because to record a podcast and to create something like this is really not only just to put out information, mm-hmm. which is like anyone can find information, it's to really present myself and my personality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be like, hello, I am Tamar. And th- <laughs> like, this is all, these are all of the quirks that I have as this human. And yeah like just knowing that there are some people who are going to really resonate and there are some people who are going to listen to me and be like oh god that is not for me <laughs> like she is not for me
1: Woo! praise those people um, as well
0: <laughs> yeah but you know what totally because we're not for everyone exactly. exactly just like everyone is not for me i'm not for everyone and i'm totally at peace with that but Yeah, it's confronting to, yeah, to have to listen back to the way that I talk, Mm -hmm. um, to notice just all of my little, like, vocal ticks. I don't know if that's what you call Mm -hmm. it, but like, you know, the the annoying vocal things that I do, Mm. and, yeah, have this journey with myself about, okay, how much am I going to edit myself out? Mm. Um, I do it all myself. So... Yeah. And I'm sure for you as well, because you're creating your own music and recording yourself, it's like it's got to be part of the process, right? Like, how much do we choose to actually edit out our natural voice Mm -hmm. um, to make it sound more appealing?
1: Oh, yeah. This is a huge one. And I think as I've gotten older, the more understanding I am of my voice and also. The, the deeper I go on this exploration and this kind of awakening or remembrance, the more I actually can accept my voice because I've explored the really ugly, you know, like the really ugly parts of my voice. And even those parts, I'm like, wow, you're, you're awesome. You know, like, that's so cool that I can make these ugly ass sounds. You know, So then when I'm able to accept that, these little quirks about my voice or if I'm in a performance and my voice breaks, I'm just laughing at myself. Like, oh, there you go. There's the human, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Chris, you're, like, such an inspiration to me in this way because you – yeah, for me, like, you really – represent like this true artist Mm -hmm. you know the way that you really explore like the quote-unquote ugly Mm -hmm. and weird you know that's something that I love so much about you I'm like Chris is weird (laughs) Chris you're weird (laughs) (laughs) but it's so, like it's so beautiful and so sexy and so alive that you give yourself that permission to be weird yeah. like it's inspired me so much and i really feel it's such a like such an intrinsic part of true feminine mm. nature to allow ourselves to play and mess up and be imperfect mm-hmm. And I feel like it's actually this kind of distorted, masculinized frame that's been projected onto mm. femininity and womanhood that we need to be perfect or presentable or neat and fitting into a box. And this is something I love so much about what you bring, Chris. Yeah. So thank you.
1: Thank you. It's a. Uh it wasn't always easy and now i find that it's the easy one of the easiest things to do is just to be me and just to yeah. you know make noises when i eat a really delicious ass burger and i'm like oh my god this yes. is so good you know and everyone's silent at the table and i'm just like fuck this shit. You know, I can't, <laughs> exactly. I just can't.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because it's like the way that it feels. I mean, for me, it's like the way that it feels in my body to be expressed yes. and to be free with my energy. Yes. It's like, I'm not going back from that. No,
1: exactly. Exactly. And that's it. I, I can't go back. Just like, you know, I, I can't dim my light. You can't dim your light. I can't be quiet when I eat a delicious steak, you know? And why should you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Why should I? <laughs> it also just feels it, like it tastes better when I make yes. sound.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. And this is so important because this is something that I teach a lot also in my one-to-one work and in my group work mm-hmm. is that if you want to feel more physical pleasure... In your yoni, mm-hmm. while you're making love, while you're doing whatever you're doing, if you make sound, yes. like the pleasure increases. And this is a really magic thing. <laughs> really, really, really magic thing. Even if it's like the weirdest sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really, really helps because you're literally releasing tension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're releasing tension and when you release tension you're able to access more of the pleasure and that is actually you know also how dearmoring works
1: yeah wow
0: and that's and that's why voice like that's why sound sorry sound and breath are like pillars of all of neo-tantric work mm-hmm. as well
1: yeah it makes sense makes total sense yeah <laughs> all these beautiful memories are now coming back to me of Of intimate moments with my, with my beloved.
0: (laughs) Oh, and you started singing.
1: (laughs) Um, Not necessarily singing, but making very deep, raw sounds and how pleasurable that is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Mm. I love this. Mm Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, Chris, I'm really curious to hear about, yeah, how you noticed your voice expand, shift, change once you had this sexual awakening. Like, was there something that happened in your voice? Yeah, I
1: mean, it was a very gradual process. And basically, it, it started to happen when I met my, um, my now partner, And what happened was I I started to explore my voice in new ways. Just intuitively, I felt the call to go out into the forest, bring a singing bowl with me or bring my drum with me and just to explore in, in a safe place or what I felt was really safe and... And that, that kind of happened simultaneously. So I was having this sexual awakening. I was experiencing things um, through, like, intimacy with my partner that I had never experienced before. And I felt this, like, this turn on and this reconnection that I had felt mm-hmm. basically since I was a teenager had been cut off or I had, I had really shut it off and, like closed it. Um and I felt as that opened simultaneously a desire was there to work with my voice in new ways. And I didn't have so much like conscious awareness of this is what I'm doing and this is you know this is where I'm going. It's like one of these processes where it's just happening to you and as I was also reading um, Pussy by Mama Gina at the time. I think it was this time. Maybe it was even like before that. And then I picked up Pussy. But I was, yeah, I was like reading all this literature as well of, of, you know, like rage and emotional experiences and, and all about a women's rage. And, mm-hmm. and it all was connected. It was this experience of like, opening sexually, exploring things that I had never even thought about, and then simultaneously exploring things here that I had never thought about. Exploring sounds, you know, making really guttural and nasty, just like things like this, you know, and just making these sounds and exploring, saying, oh, how does that feel? Mm -mm," You know, and And as I, I just kept going and kept going and deepening and deepening on, and things just started to open, expand, deepen. And my voice, yeah, it just, as I said earlier, I think like dropped a bit, dropped deeper (laughs) into the body. It slowed down also. That was a huge piece of like my voice. I'm very fast typically. And I'm going, 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 and I can boom, 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 boom until I just drop. It. And then I'm like, okay, peace out. But when this happened, I noticed that my voice also just dropped and slowed down. And I started to move and speak from the womb instead of mm-hmm. from my head or even from my heart. I just started to move and speak as Earth and as her, as the womb, as the void, you know, like as these different kind of more dense places. And yeah, I, I just, I mean, I'm still on the journey, just swimming through the abyss, coming up for air, and then diving back down into it. And it's brought me to a lot of different places, which... I won't go into right now, but simply this really grounded and, uh, like, deep knowing Mm. in the voice and also in the body and in the
0: breath. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah. And so much of your, like, not just your work, but also like your experience moving through this life has been connected to the other realms, you know, the realm of spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know that that's also been a really big part of your journey. Yeah, it has connection to your witch. Yeah, witch nature. Yeah, and the ancestors and yeah, all of that. Um, Yeah, (laughs) which
1: is a whole other topic we don't have to get into. (laughs)
0: Yeah, It. It is, it is. But I definitely feel like there's something so powerful in connecting to our voice, like we're connecting to the gift that we're given in this lifetime to speak up on behalf of, you know, our ancestors and the people who came before us that potentially did not have the freedom that we have Mm -hmm. in this day and age to speak as women and to really own our voice and to own our power yeah exactly
1: yeah that's why i'm always saying like your voice is your power your voice is your prayer and those two can simultaneously exist like power Mm -hmm. and prayer
0: yeah that feels so like intrinsic to the the spirit of the feminine and and to the spirit of woman as well, that it's like our prayer is our power and our connection to spirit, our connection to magic, our connection to our wombs. It's like, this is what makes us who we are. Yeah, very much so. And
1: with that comes the, the deep connection to the earth, to the elements and to that which we are. Which is also part of that spirit, that channeling that you mentioned. It was like, oof, yes, to open when we open this portal specifically through the voice and allow ourselves to become a vessel. <sighs> like what comes out through the voice.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's I think it's such a special moment on someone's path you know I say someone because I think it's really who whoever Mm -hmm. you know is going through some kind of spiritual awakening and when they learn to connect that to their throat it's yeah it's very very powerful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether that's through writing because I mean I believe that's also connected to the voice
1: yes very much so very much yeah yeah hmm Feeling the feeling, the love, feeling the like deep reverence for, for spirit and also for matter.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I feel the voices both. Yeah, right. Because it's like, it's definitely part of our physical body. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a physical structure that's rooted in matter. Yeah, and yet it's so connected to spirit and. The um you know, the astral realms and all all the mental realms and all these other realms that exist yeah. outside of the physical around the physical. It's like the voice is the channel where that gets translated so that other people can participate in the reality that we're experiencing, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. and it's it makes me think of this. And um, what is it? Uh, communication is like eighty percent nonverbal, but nonverbal doesn't mean no sound, right? Nonverbal just means mm. not words.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, so yeah. the
1: sounds that we make, like they all give pictures to the subconscious of what's going on yes. in this person's life. How is this person yeah. in this moment?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I found and I Chris I know you'll appreciate this but owning a cat for the first time so I, I used to have an adorable little cat who mm. sadly he, he ran away when he was relocated with a good friend Chris Chris met Toby my cute little he cat he did yes and <laughs> yeah like just being around him and, and learning also about animal communication I learned that animals can understand what we're saying, not through the word, mm-hmm. but through the tone of our voice and through what we're imagining and what our energy is saying when we speak the word. So for example, like something that I was offered, I think I listened to a podcast actually that that offered this suggestion is like, when talking to an animal, try to, to speak to them as if you're speaking the words but without actually speaking the words so be like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) and it's it like registers for them as the same Mm -hmm. which is so wild (laughs) it's like so amazing to be understood yes you know in that way yes totally
1: and it also brings in you know like when you live with animals and and you're speaking to your animals it's also like a brilliant way to bring in some of that weirdness that we we speak yeah. about so often and like that creativity because your your animals they're, they're not judging you they're they're just yeah. present with you well the cats are sometimes <laughs> yeah. a little bit <laughs> Yeah, but it's like ju- they're all, they're always judging, you know. It's like so yeah. so then I just negate it and I'm like they they, they don't judge you, you know. <laughs>
0: Cuz they love you.
1: <laughs> but you know it's like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But whether you make the weird sounds or not, and I I found that with animals, it's such a prime playground for like making weird sounds yeah. and exploring what is there, what's alive. Yeah. Through sound with them, it's it's the same with children, you know? Yes,
0: exactly. (sighs) Being weird is our birthright. And may animals and children remind us. (laughs) (laughs) You (laughs) do (laughs) you. Yay. Yes. (laughs) So as we kind of like wrap up this conversation. Do you have any words of wisdom for someone who's listening to this and would just really love to be more self-expressed? Like what's a few mm. things that they could do today, tomorrow, this week?
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean there's so much you could do, but if you're if you're just getting started on this journey or you feel a desire to to step deeper into more authentic expression. Um, One thing I would say is, uh, like you you said it earlier, see if you can breathe and sigh out with a sound whenever you feel like something is maybe a bit too much. Mm. Uh, So just like that, maybe we can even do it together for two breaths or three breaths. So just breathing in and then sighing out. (sighs) Uh, uh. Take one more breath and just notice how how it affects your body. Uh, uh. So if you feel like At some points, maybe you're coming to a place where you can't express yourself or you're getting a bit stressed or something. See if you can take a moment to actually just, okay, breathe. And then just make a little sound, just a little sound. Even if you have to go to the bathroom, if you're in a conversation that's challenging, going to the bathroom and just having a moment with yourself. Another way that you can start to explore this is to find a quiet place whether it be in your house if you live with other people maybe in the shower Um, or even better yet going out into nature where you'll be alone and you won't be disturbed I would recommend bringing like um, some sort of simple instrument so it can be a rattle drum um, a shruti box if you have one or a singing bowl Mm, anything that that like is supportive for you and that'll be different for everyone maybe even a chime or a bell and find a quiet place maybe light a candle and slowly maybe starting from a hum mm, slowly start to then open the mouth open the lips dropping the jaw and just allowing whatever wants to come to come so there's no there aren't any rules there's no restrictions there's no limitations there's no right and there's no wrong in this it's purely about finding your expression and allowing yourself the moments to do that so giving yourself the actual permission because no one else can only only you can and maybe even putting a timer like five minutes so that you don't get overwhelmed and feel pressure but it's just like okay I have five minutes t- to just sound whatever I love to do this in front of a mirror because I love the direct feedback and I feel also that I'm not alone mm. so I feel almost like ah, okay I can also witness myself But for some people, this is very confronting. Mm. So maybe just laying down and rattling. And maybe even listening to the sounds of the instrument that you have with you. Listening to those sounds and allowing those sounds to also maybe inspire you. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. I have one last question, Chris. Yes. It's a very serious question. (laughs) Why, why do you think so many people sing in the shower? Mm. Or like, why, why do people feel (laughs) so comfortable to sing in the shower? And it's not just because of the good acoustics.
1: It partially (laughs) is. It partially is. And because like the warm water, I'm, I'm expecting that most people take a hot shower or a hot bath. So the warmth and the like... Moisture in the air also coats the vocal cords, making them like more plump and smooth moving also the sinuses. um, So any like Mm -hmm. pressure here. So it's kind of opening up everything and making for also a really smooth sound. Uh, Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. So maybe I should have a hot shower before I record the podcast.
1: Yeah, actually, <laughs> this this is this would be very supportive.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amazing. definitely. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a pleasure to have you share your vocal magic with us. You're very welcome. Thank you for asking. So, where can people find you who would love to work with you? Where can we listen to your music?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I'll send you all of the links, but I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, you can find my work there as well as through Spotify. So if you just search Creatress with a K, um, you'll find some of my music on Spotify and lots of stuff coming soon. And working one-on-one, it's really just reaching out, reaching out to me us tuning in and seeing if it's a fit for both of us. I do have um, a big program launching in November. So basically we'll have the launch period and then the journey will start in January. It's called Vocal Alchemy and it's an eight-week program of diving deep into these topics that we, we shared about today. And it's only for people that identify as women. So yeah, and yeah it's something that's really dear and close to my heart uh having done this program in 2022 and now relaunching it with even more body more depth and more like yes mm, juiciness and excitement for yeah for these topics for this journey of remembrance which is what it is yeah yes
0: love that sister Mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining us and i highly recommend working with chris (laughs) i've done some work with her we (laughs) are creating some music in the process of um yeah i I don't even know and that will be released at some point in the next year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah she is just so magical and definitely someone you want in your corner as you're moving through your journey of awakening your voice so so much thank you babe you're listening to the embodied mystic podcast thank you for being here and for hanging out with me i hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it could serve you in some way i'd love to hear from you my inbox is always open let me know what spoke to you in this episode and was a moment that let you up or brought you into deeper self-reflection. If you loved this episode, I'd be super grateful if you took a moment to leave a review or share with a friend. You can do this easily by visiting the link in the show notes. It's been a real, real pleasure connecting with you today and see you soon.